0: Okay, so this is okay, so continue. So this is Jacob Proctor interviewing Corey Archangel uh, from his home in Stavanger, Norway, uh, for the Smithsonian Institution's Archives of American Arts and Oral History Pandemic Project, and this is August fourteenth, two thousand twenty. So, Corey, thank you so much for talking with us or with me uh, for this project. Um, I guess the big question. I mean, you're you've been in you've been outside the U.S. for the full length of the pandemic, and I mean, I guess the big question is how how are you and how has it been for for you and your family and your studio? Um,
1: yeah, that is
0: that's <laughs> a big question.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a really big question. Yeah, I was in New York City up until two weeks before. Um, the pandemic kind of was really on people's radar. I mean, it was in New York City in February. People had it, but it wasn't, it wasn't yet, uh, I guess people weren't, people weren't paying attention enough to realize what was happening. Mm -hmm. We came back in February, at the end of February, and then, um, just two weeks later, then Norway was kind of lockdown anyway uh, we're doing I mean good my family is doing good it's we're here in Stavanger Norway on the southwest coast of Norway Norway was really super active in in their response it, it happened right away and nor Norway has like a really specific, culture and structure that means that when the prime minister like gives directions like the entire country from top top to bottom like a christmas tree follows the directions and also norway doesn't have a lot of people there's a lot of space and um uh Norwegians aren't so they don't like to get so close to each other anyway so so things um here things have been it's thing so it was like um it it it's been pretty good here in Stavanger. Oslo's a little different but in general Norway handled it really well um you know professionally though my studio is still in New York so when I left New York five years ago I I left in a kind of hurry and I just left my studio running because it didn't make any sense to dismantle it and over the last five years me and my studio learn to work remotely and so this the studio is the thing that has been complicated because it's been closed physically been closed since march and <clears throat> i think for me the priority has been actually mostly on the kind of health and well-being of the people my staff like just trying to understand what they're going through and how to, how to just run the studio at the same time as dealing with all the kind of anxiety. So uh, yeah, anxiety and, and you know, my staff kind of dispersed around the United States. Um, And um, so, yeah, this is like, I'm, this is like a very long and complicated answer. So it, it's so
0: not, long it's a complicated situation yeah
1: <laughs> I would say it disrupted at, at this point it disrupted my studio more than it disrupted my my personal life because um, like after two months of like pretty hard quarantine Norway basically would it went back to normal you wouldn't really be able to know anything so much was different but but then again at the same time I'm going to work during the week and I'm negotiating uh, yeah my studio life which um which is complicated though what i will say is when i was in new york in january and february my the three young people who work for me they they decided or we decided together that they no longer wanted to go to the studio anyway anymore so so we already kind of like conceptually and we're already in the process of kind of dismantling our physical space when Corona hit. So we, so we weren't really caught flat footed in terms of infrastructure. We had already kind of moved everything to the cloud. Oh, wow. Um, and that's just because they didn't wanna, I guess they're a different generation than me or than us mm-hmm. and yeah. they just clicked it in. They were like, why should we go to the office anymore? Like, why, why are we spending 40 minutes on the subway and one way and then 40 minutes home and parking and lunch? And yeah, it made, it made a lot of sense to me. And now, of course, it makes a lot of sense to everyone, I'm sure, because I think a lot of people like working from home.
0: Yeah, although, I mean, depends on whether those people have children or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, know that, is, I mean, yeah. That,
1: was, that, of course, I'm, I'm skipping the other child part. That, I, I guess, I'm making it sound more rosy than it was. I think without, yeah, it was a lot of months without child care. And that, that was... That was intense, really intense, really hard. I mean, it's basically, and and I, I'm going all over the place, Jacob, is it okay? Like I'm That's really swerving. I think like, anyway, I gave you a kind of broad rosy picture, but like now what I'm trying to remember, like the first few months, it was like, like when you're in hard quarantine, like when it was like hard quarantine, it's just a little bit like, just accomplishing one thing a week, like without childcare and with when you're like full geared up going to get groceries and everyone is like stressed out of their mind and you're not leaving your apartment, just accomplishing one thing a week was like a miracle. And and by accomplishing something, I mean like maybe responding to some emails, you know, or um, sending off an image to a magazine. Like it was the kind of, the ability to what would have been called to be productive was just totally different and that that was and that was like for weeks and weeks and months and months you know and and so me and my studio were kind of all working t- together learning this new world of of washing your hands like it just everything took so much time all of a sudden yeah and cooking like so much cooking (laughs) you know and so that I, i think i it was like it was just so it was just very strange from one day to the other like every for everything to shut off and and for me i mean i feel like i've been doing whatever process led to me being an artist and having a studio it was 20 years of Stable structures, stable, uh, stable, a relatively stable industry. And it, all that, you know, along with all the difficulties that I'm talking about of like productivity, all those structures kind of vanished or evaporated or in the process of evaporating. So it just, I don't know, like everything became amorphous. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I felt, I mean, I spent also, you know, the, the hard, the months of hard quarantine in your, in, I mean, I was in Berlin, so it was very different from New York, but yeah, I found the same, exactly the same, you know, when you're, you know time yeah. like t- t- it felt a little bit like right after you have a baby and like time ceases to yeah. have any, any meaning for a while yes. because every day just kind of blurs into the next and uh, you don't get anything done
1: and- <laughs> 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 it's a really good point yeah like yeah having a baby and although for me it was like my daughter was old enough so we were sleeping which was interesting like because when you have a first time a baby you're not sleeping right. and so it would but it was exactly like that, except like you might maybe sleeping a little bit more. Yeah, and the days would just tumble around. And and it, I, it felt like the rhythm was that of vacation where you like you eat and then you rest and then you start cooking and then you eat and <laughs> then rest for an hour, and then you start cooking and then you rest, you know? Uh, and um yeah, and then you know, uh, and then you know we moved we moved me and my wife and my daughter moved in the middle of that and that was that i think helped us a lot because we moved around the corner it was hard quarantine and we so what we did was we just we took two boxes a day and we rolled them over on a trolley and so every day we took a little bit out of our old apartment and put it into our new apartment and we did that for almost a month and that somehow helped us like have some kind of task like a goal and a task and something to do and somewhere to go that was easy because we just walked down the middle of the street and then took a ride and so um, at the same time we were doing that but um but yeah and eventually my studio we came back online like all of the I have three people who work in various part-time roles and and, like, eventually, by... I See, so even the months are hard to keep track of, you know? Like, it's going to be almost a whole... Like, it'll be soon, like, the winter again. It, like, a whole year will have evaporated, basically, I think. that's will be, like, how it will be perceived. Sure. And um, so when did we start? Maybe it was May or June that we actually started like kindergarten opened up again in Norway and I was able to start coming to the office and then and then we like produced a couple things, like we had a couple victories and, and at that point a victory was just like project like do something new and meet a deadline with an with another organization out like some other organization you know like and and we had a couple, like we did a mixtape for Issue Project Room, and we did a ad campaign for Louis Vuitton, and they just felt like just like enormous, huge victories. Like it they felt really it felt really good to be able and and like I so we were working a lot slower, but maybe with more purpose and more focus than we had ever, like, than we had ever worked. And so that was, that was kind of eye opening for, I think, me in my office, because I think we had been doing, I think we had just been caught up for so long in like deadline, art fair deadline, plane. Um, like we, that, we, we found some new pace that seemed like healthier. I don't know, like there was a really good thing that happened that came out of it where we found some kind of, like every, all the deadlines basically vanished, like shows vanished. Um,
0: like a Because all of- the institutions were shut down also.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the institutions were shut down. We were supposed to have a show in Shanghai in March, that, that, that got canceled in February. So that got, because the, the pandemic first hit, China in, in, in late, yeah, like December, January, February. Yeah, we were supposed to have a show in that, like we had a, our schedule was stacked for almost a year and a half and everything evaporated during the year and all that room, I don't know, like there was a good thing, well, I'm trying to explain, it was like a good thing that came out of it because we had space finally, for me, it was the first space that I probably had I mean, maybe in 10 years, you know, I took some time off after my show at the Whitney to, to have some, but I hadn't, so there, it was kind of good in a way.
0: Yeah, the lack of the sort of the short-circuiting of continuous partial awareness <laughs> <that Yeah>. we,
1: <laughs> to, yeah.
0: to cite one of your previous exhibition titles.
1: Yeah, and I think like, I think also, uh, yeah, totally like, and the the industry, like the industry that the industry also changed so much over the last 10 years. And then when it's constantly changing, you don't realize how much it's changed. And since I was inside, like the galleries all got so big and then they're all emailing you like a million requests a week and and everything just like sped up, sped up, sped up, sped up. And so in that respect, it's been really good for like, the, to have it shut off like that, I think that was definitely a plot, I mean, it's a plus for the work, it's not a plus for the industry. It's, it's, I don't know what will happen to a lot of parts of the industry. It's, there, there, with everything good that I'm saying, I should, I should caveat it with saying that there is like this existential dread, like, like behind everything, you know, any, like money, like, uh, health, like, so it's just this weird thing, and like, it's kind of negotiating. Yeah, you're like, uh, ne- you're just, uh, just trying to negotiate every, everything at the same time. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, yeah, like at the beginning, you're just first, you're worried about your health and staying healthy, and then. Like all these things that you didn't have to worry about all of a sudden are like these fundamental things are are a worry. And so then in order to like to work on top of that is like super complicated. And that's why I'm saying like these victories that we had felt so significant because they're on top of all this just complete mess. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, you're having I mean, everyone or not everyone, but a lot of people had to when you have to essentially rethink all the most basic aspects of, of your life, yeah. things that you just do completely unconsciously and yeah. automatically as a normally high functioning adult. Uh when when even those things you have to relearn, then it makes everything on top of them feel like that much more Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like walking and chewing gum. If you have to relearn yeah. that walk also. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: singing like playing guitar and singing at the same time and and especially because it's like I've been doing this like professionally like for 20 years or almost 20 years and so everything was so second nature to me and to have it all kind of break apart was really a kind of really eye-opening experience you know like uh, and, and it's not only like breaking apart like my own day-to-day idea of like what am I doing but also yeah the industry is breaking apart like galleries are vanishing institutions are vanishing um like you know people are all of a sudden becoming hyper aware of of internet art which is like so there are also like good things that are happening and like so all these things are just shifting you know I mean overall I feel like i regard without with of course this existential dread and this physical stuff like the art like my ideas of art and i've been feeling like pretty more positive than i had before i feel like all this uncertainty creates like opportunities somehow and it feels a lot like it did when i started like um just seems like everything is open all of a sudden and and like anything is possible because there are like like anything is possible now in a way because there the infrastructure is uncertain. Like the, contempor- the infrastructure of contemporary art is so uncertain right now, is that which which I think means, it's, for me, it's easier to think that anything is possible and you could just do anything right now because there are there is no there is no magnet there is not much of a magnet to to kind of suck on to kind of um, magnet being like. It not like a river to just jump into and go with the flow anymore. Like, uh, so that I've been feeling pretty good about. Like, I feel like it's all opening. Everything's anything. Everything's open again.
0: <laughs> I think that's a perfect. Uh, that's actually that's a perfect way to to wrap up. I think that's an, okay. I mean it is, an, it's a very interesting moment. And I think actually that you're the you're one of the only people that I've heard phrase it in 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 an optimistic way that way. And so I think that's, a, that's super interesting.
1: I mean, maybe it's because I'm in beautiful, tiny, south north
0: Norway. <laughs> well, maybe it's because you have perspective. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, actually, that's, I mean, you you could, we can could wrap it up where you wanted to wrap it up, but. Uh, that's something I learned being in Norway for five years. Is they they have a they're so far away from the.